Reserves podcast. We are, I reckon, what twenty pods at Kobe's now. Yeah, this is. Yeah, yep, yep. We are back. We're back at Ath. Yep, we're home. We're home. Um, we have to get off in their next hundred episodes. This is hundred and one. Yep, one hundred and one. We have to start back at our origins, at our roots. Oh yeah. No better way to do it. Yep. Um, and what a better way to start than just having the two. Superstars that drive this thing. Mm, in the two, world. two. You know what's good about that number? What? One more goal than Swanath kicked on the weekend. Wow. <clears throat> um, but yeah, we <laughs> we we're without Kobe. He's got the vid. Um, he has requested to be FaceTimed in. So we might we might do that. We won't do that. We won't do that. No, because he has been saying this whole time that he is immune. He's not getting the vid, and honestly, is that just not the most Kobe thing ever? I feel like whenever one of Kobe or Hayden aren't on, they just attack each other relentlessly. Yeah, yeah. So, well, he's a little pussy anyway. <laughs> Hope he's um, kissing his cat. Yeah. <laughs> Hope Maggie's going to go here. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, what a week so, it's been, though. It's been a big week. Yeah, it has been a big week. Been a big week in sport. Um, been a big week in life. Been a, been a big week in... Oh, big week in life. Is life okay going, going yeah, good? good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, something about, uh, you know... No, okay, moving on. No. <laughs> Lost the plot there. Anyway, um, that's when I Kobe did, jumps in. With I like have a seen. Joke. I did see Jurassic World though. Okay, have thoughts? you seen it? No, don't know if I want it from what I've heard. No, honestly. So I'm someone that. So no spoilers here. Mm. Um, oh, but it's just what? opinions. Yeah. So if you don't want me to give my opinion on the movie, because I'll even admit. I had a couple of people give their opinions before, and I went in with that mindset. Ah, you don't want to get poisoned. That's what so, I call it. So, if you poisoned. do not want to hear my opinion on the movie, no spoilers, just opinion. Next minute. Probably skip forward a minute. Um, as someone that has Jurassic Park yep. in my top three all-time greatest movies of all time, watching this made me quite sad. Sure. Because just, it was... it was. Give me an analogy. Was smack it, bang average. Was it similar to, from what I've heard, the analogy I've heard? Mm. Is it similar to when you've gone to hippie, you've pulled your pants down, you can't quite open your zipper because you're too pissed, so you end up doing the buckle at the top, your button, sorry, undo your button, and then you do your zipper, all right, and then you piss, but you piss all over your shoes. <laughs> so the effort to, yeah, it was just a lot of effort, a lot going on, and you just got left disappointed and messy. Yeah, that's what just, I've heard. Yeah, that's oh, look honestly, we you happy a, with that? We took a while to get there, but you're not. You're probably not not. Not too wrong. I there. couldn't get the zipper down, so I had to open up the button. But so. Yeah, just a bit underwhelming. Mm. Uh, could have definitely done better things with the whole um, the whole dinosaurs roaming with civilization. Mm. I thought they were going to go one way, and they didn't, and it was a bit sure. of a shame. But in they died millions of years ago, though. Correct, didn't they? correct. Yeah. But all in all, the Jurassic World yeah. like franchise sure. was still elite. The first Jurassic World, elite. Yeah, it was. D- um, Fallen Kingdom. Not as great, still good. This one, unfortunately, hit the curse. The 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 third R. Uh, now you've third. seen you've seen Top Gun, hasn't haven't you? Not the newest. You no. you need to, mate. So if you're willing, heard. if you're willing to watch Jurassic World, that pile of shit of a movie, Top Gun is going to change your life. You know, Top Gun's ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. You want to know what another movie is ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes? Go. Hustle. 
Have you seen it? Oh, mate, I've watched it. You? Oh, yes. Oh, Spo- greatest. Spoiler alert. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, got a next minute. No, at plus, least, you have to. At least it's, next two minutes, just oh, for safety. I'm going to quickly jump in. Yep. It's up there with Moneyball for me. Wow. Yep, it is wow. that up there for Moneyball with me. I Like, I'm just someone that, you know, literally our life revolves around sport. Yep. And it's like seeing the amount of superstars, athletes in the movie. Yep. But then not just that. You know how I like my front office stuff? Oh, yeah. You had coaches. Yeah. You had GMs. Yeah. Like, I, read, I saw Brad Stevens. I was like, yeah. Brad yeah. Stevens? Yep. For, like, those, for those who have no idea what we're talking about right now, new Netflix uh, movie that's been released on there, yeah. Adam Sandler's movie. It'll be movie. one of Adam Sandler's best. Probably, yeah. So, pretty much writes a story of Adam Sandler as this scout for one of the NBA teams. Mm-hmm. Um, goes for a bit of the life around a scout, front office, his own journey, and then this uh, gem of an NBA prospect that he finds trying mm. to get him to the NBA. So it's fascinating. And like, if you know a lot about the NBA, like a lot like, like us, yep. you'll know it might be a little bit far-fetched. So it's funny you say that. So they, my man Colin Cowherd did mm. an interview with Kenny Jet Smith, yep. who is pro- quite prominent in the movie. Yep. And he asked him how like realistic is the movie. Like, you know, you get some... Um, what's that one with the Lakers at the moment? Um, winning time or something like that. Oh, yep, yep. It's a bit... Quite far-fetched. Yeah. Um, and I asked him, you know, what about um, this movie with Adam Sandler? And he said it's about 90, 95% real in regards to I, realistically, like when he was yeah. going on the plane. Yep. So a little spoiler here, not too much, but he was going on the plane back home. This is the athlete that is. Yep. And Sandler was leaving. And then Kenny calls him saying, mate, got a pickup game yeah. at five o'clock, whatever it is. He goes, that happens all the time. Yeah. The only... Spoiler again, so hopefully this is two minutes. You should have watched it already. It's been out a week. Uh, yeah, true. Um, <laughs> just the part where he was um, he was just playing pickup. Yeah. And like, yeah. you know, Shaq was on TNT. Yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. Like, this check guy's out this good. Guy. That doesn't happen. But like, Bower Challenge. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else. Like, it was an absolute ripper movie. Yeah, and, it was. Yeah, if you haven't seen it already, you have to see it. Absolutely. So... Nice little start. Yeah, correct. Because yeah. considering I put up the post too late, so I only have a couple of questions. That's all right. That's okay. Uh, this isn't a question. But this is a... So people's voice? This is sources. Squirts. What? You know, a bit like the traders. Oh, yep. My brother Ooh. is in year 11. Sure. He plays football. The Australian kind. Footyball. Yes. What What has there to be, Hayden, mm-hmm. for, a, for, for a football game to take place? Uh, you need players? Yep. You need umpires? D- umpires. Oh. So my brother, who played in the year 11 comp on the weekend, comes comes home to me yesterday. Sorry, comes to me at home yesterday. He goes, um, first he calls him Zach. Do you know a, do you know a Zach? I'm like, yeah, I know a Zach. What, what's it to you? Oh, he umpired our game on the weekend. And this is where I was like, Zach. He's like, he said, no. he said hey, are you Dylan's brother? I'm Zach from the reserves. Oh my god! And I've gone, I've gone. Wait, was this guy tall? Yeah. Do you have glasses? Do you look like a bit like a mong? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes. <laughs> and I was like, "Did he say his name was Corey?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I think it was Corey. He reckons he's from the reserves." Oh, Corey! <laughs> you are not from the reserves. I just that. Horn Francis is going to leave your club. Forever. Forever. Yep. And guess what? Wayne Carey, he's the GOAT, mate. He's the GOAT on and off the field. He started the demise. But yeah. Um, but <laughs> Any way to get himself... That's a bit of Troy Makepeace about yeah, that. Yeah, any way to get himself on the pod, the flog. That's fucking pretty funny. That so, funny. Um, 
Well, it's a big thing with me at the moment with work and um, stay in your lane. It's a theme that I like rolling out with Dill. So for Corey, <laughs> stay in your lane, mate. Oh, we don't know how many times we've got to do We've given you what you want, mate. You've had your seat on the pod. You put your questions about North Melbourne. They're arguably the worst organisation in the AFL at the moment. And we talk about them because of you. Stay umpiring, mate. Oi, talk Stay about... Your Love you, though. That could be a segment, actually. <laughs> Fucking Sid. That could be a segment. <laughs> What's worst organisations. Mm. Not necessarily team result, but organisations. Probably coming up in the future. Stay tuned. Mm. Um, so, yeah, here we go. We've got a question. Oh, yes. From Regan Atkinson. Bit of a ah, question. Bit of a... Good congrats. Regan. He goes, boys... <laughs> Boys! Sorry. Congrats on making it to 100 episodes. Great job. And you all deserve to raise your bats for that one. Thank you. Bit like like Travis Head. Great. What do you think of the Dockers run home? Having beaten Brisbane and Melbourne in the recent weeks, I think footy fans might be underestimating how tricky their run home actually is. Only one easy game before round 22, Port at home. A top four lock suggestions a bit premature so i'm not sure who, do you know regan do you know who he supports uh regan is a dockers man so okay this is coming yeah. from a dockers man yeah it sure is look i'm not gonna say locked mm. but gee whiz you'd have to be um you'd have to be brave to not back them for top four i think at the moment so this is the hard thing do you ready i'm All ready right? I'm now ready. we're gonna go through their next five games because five games is what's left until finals for the for the for the Frio boys Oh, sorry, until they release the next set of fixtures, my bad. Yeah, I was going to say, what the fuck? <laughs> Carlton away. Oh, Win tough. or loss? Well, I will, I will continue on this thing, but I will say, though, that we did the last three games for Dockers, four games, and we went win-win, loss-loss, and it went loss-loss, win-win. But I will say loss. You'll say loss? Yes. Okay, I'm going to go win. Fremantle at home against Port. Win. Away to St Kilda. Hard game. Hard game. Loss. Loss. Home to Sydney. I'm saying loss. Win. I'm saying loss. <laughs> and away at Marvel to the Tigers. Too overwhelming loss. So that's what I mean. So you've got all those there. The only one that you didn't really have to think too much about was the Port game. Yeah, yeah. But it's still a hard but opposition. Hey, yeah. Port are coming. Port are coming. Port are coming. One for me, I think they win this week quite convincingly, considering Carlton. Uh, Carlton. Yep. Um, they no, do have a lot of outs. I didn't think about outs. that when I said yeah. that. So, and big tabs, mate. It's fantastic. Just, wait, just quickly, because we're not going to talk about Carlton much. How's the Weedering injured for eight weeks? Yep. We'll bring in Marchbank. Marchbank MC, yeah. uh, meniscus or yep. MCL. We'll bring in uh, Sam Durden off the, uh, yep. um, what's it called, draft. Eight weeks. Yep. Oh, See you later, mate. Yeah, 100%. Luck, and man. now they've got Louis Young and um, Lockie Plowman pretty much playing first and second. Game. Bit of Brody <laughs> Kemp chucked in there as well. Yeah, but fine. back on Regan's question. Yes, sir. Out of those five games, you want to win three, I think. Um, and that almost sets you up towards the tail end of the year. They should beat Carlton this week and take care of your games at home. But I'm happy for them to lose one of the games against St Kilda or Richmond away. Um, I still think that Sydney game's a bit of a trouble. Like the bigger deck, Sydney actually don't mind playing the bigger ovals. MCG against Melbourne a couple mm. of weeks ago, but oh, it's going to be a hard run for Frio. It's I've said it on the pod a few weeks ago. I think they've got a fantastic list. I think they're probably one of the most consistent sides in the AFL. But I don't like their profile when it comes to how young some of their defenders are. Hayden Young, twenty games. Mm. Brandon Walker, twenty games. Brennan Cox. Do we really want Brennan Cox looking after a second key forward in a in a prelim final? No, probably not. Heath Chapman, fifteen games. Yeah. All right. So we, Jordan Clark, twenty five games. All right. So we've got a very very young defensive core. Yes, the system goes well. 
I think they finished top four, but deal, the whole purpose of finishing top four is to give yourself the best chance to make a grand final, isn't it? Mm, that's correct. And if they don't finish top two, I think they're in trouble. But do they don't, finish top four? They don't finish top four. Do you finish? Uh, do I they, they do. finish top four? I think they do. Yep. You happy? Oh, yep. You're and I'm happy. Kobe. Kobe. Oh, God. Hey. So the reason why I've started FaceTime you is because Hayden didn't want to. I didn't want to. Why? <laughs> what do you think, dickhead? Why? Because he hates you. Yeah. Typical. <laughs> but now, nah, Kobe. How are you feeling? How are you feeling, mate? How are you feeling, Kobe? You got the vid. I'm fine. You're fine? I'm fine. I got two days to get out of here. You flying, would you say? I'm, I'm flying. What I have FaceTimed you for, though, thought I might get you in. Freeo question. Yes. The question was... Are the, are the talks of locking in top four a bit premature? The talks of locking in top four? Yeah, for Fremantle. Well, I would think that we would need 14 or 15 wins to make the top four. Yep. And we're on 10. Sure. There's eight games left. Yep. So we've got to split, either split those or go five and three. So my big thing here for you, Kobe. I'm pretty confident. So I'm going to read you out your next five. You ready? Shoot. Carlton away, win or loss? Win. They got too many injuries. Yep. Fremantle home against Port. Yep. That a win? Yep. St Kilda away. Tough. Tough. They're a bit of a bogey. Loss? Well, yeah, I'll say loss. Sydney at home. Win. Oof. I said win too. I said loss. Dealt with Sydney last year. <laughs> Richmond away. Oh, I'm going to take that as a loss. All right. So that's, that's three and two there. Three and two. That's what you want over the next five, don't you, Kobe? Three and two. I'd take that. You take that. And that gets you, what, one game closer to that uh, 14 wins, isn't it? That would put us at 13, yes. Yes, Correct. very good. Yeah. Thank you, Kobe. <laughs> so what you're saying, Kobe, is... There's no premature around here like you in the bed. You are <laughs> you are going strong and you are locking in the top four. The Dockers are going all night long. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we bring you on, This is Cobe. why we bring him on. <laughs> well, Cobe, it was good to see you. Hope the vid doesn't hurt you too much. We'll see you next week. Tell Maggie I said g'day, mate. The vid isn't hurting me. I am hurting the vid. <laughs> <laughs> see you, Cobe. See you, mate. Oh, I had to. You had to. I? When I it came to, to Fremantle, to. I hope that um, hope that audio is okay for our listeners. Oh, and if it's not, guess what? Fuck them. No, no. If it's not, <laughs> you they can they should consider themselves lucky that we're not Zoom calling right now. Yeah, for sure. So we, we thought about that. The thing was right. If Kobe, so I am out of my twelve weeks. Yep. So if Kobe had got COVID, what like a few weeks ago, we could I would have just been like, oh, stuff it, I'll risk it. Um, yeah, and, I'm, and gone and literally gone and done it in his house with COVID. But yeah. I'm out of the twelve weeks, so I'm fucking probably gonna get it again. Yeah. Anyway, and the last people's voice we've been chatting enough that didn't do to do with the people's voice. Benny Pole. Mm. Oh Ben, hello. If you could be any character in a movie, who would you be and why? Um, now I cheated. I saw this before, so I actually didn't oh, have you time did to too. think. All right, let me. I have did have time think. to think. Mine, okay, this movie series slash franchise is in my top 10 greatest of all time, in, just in particular the first of the of the franchise, I would be 
Sam Witwicky in the Transformers number one movie because that was fucking epic. Mm. And who doesn't want to be friends with Optimus Prime? And Bumblebee at once. This, this is a question you need to give me a heads up on, mate. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I didn't have that long to think about it. I thought about it. Bang, bang, bang. Got it. Oh, fuck. Oh, God. I, I don't even know. There's so many different kind of movies going through my head. All right. I'm going to pick one. Uh, action. 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 I was going to go sports, but that's just like... Sports. I was, that's the only thing I was really thinking of. Um, can't go... Like, for me... I'm a big Dumbledore. Oh, sorry, Dumbledore. Um, Gandalf fan. Yep. All right. Just, just when you think he dies, he comes back. It's pretty much me, isn't it? Like whenever you think I'm down, I just come back up. So this certainly come from the top of my head, and I'm very like. What I'm, about a bit of Alfred in Batman? All the perks, <laughs> none of the none. Of, all the perks, none of the uh, none of the. Because even in the Dark Knight Rises, mm. while everyone was getting fucking beaten down by Bane, yeah. oh, Alfred prob- was fine. I'm probably Bane. You'd want Bane? I reckon I'm Bane. Okay. Yeah. Just out and out, just what's Bad called? Bad guy. Uh, uh, what's the one? Autocratic. Like yep. just Out and out. Yep. Reckon no I could democracy. Put, I reckon I could put on a good voice Dictatorship. Well. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. Put on a nice little voice. Because I want to... Actually, yeah. I was going to say something really bad, but I'm not, so... <laughs> but yeah. yeah. All right. Next time I'll think of it. I'll have one for yeah. next week. Okay, I sorry. was going to say Gary Bertier before Car Crash. Oh! But... <laughs> But yeah, I probably thought that. Julius, I'll go Julius. Yeah, okay, um, just we haven't really got much to go on this one, um, but Verstappen, another finish, yeah, another win, pissed it in. Well, um, scary late, but got it, got it all yeah, right. Yeah, I saw because obviously it was at two a.m. our time. I haven't seen any fucking Canadians. Oh no, I haven't seen any. Um, uh, what do you call it? Replays, but yeah. science point nine three behind, so pretty yep. close in the end. Yeah, so it was a late safety car, which pretty much right. made it made yes, it close. Yes, yes. So. Um, wasn't too much of an issue for Max yeah. throughout the race, but and Leclerc um, coming from nineteenth to fifth. Yep, did well. Um, and hey, it was good to see Lewis actually get on get on the podium. Yeah, a bit too. So they've been weird. Mercedes like obviously struggled early, but they're starting to be that solidified third team. Top ten. Yeah, yeah, they, they don't, don't move outside. And yeah. Russell doesn't move outside the top five. Five, yeah. So he's been going well, but now nice little win there for Verstappen. But so. also, and like at the end of the day, like it doesn't matter in the standing side of things. But isn't it good to see two Alfa Romeos and two Alpines in the top 10? Yep. And Fernando Alonso getting second in qualifying. Unbelievable. Yep. It's fantastic. Yep. Brilliant. And Danny Rick beating Lando Norris Lando, Lando's comments. Did you say that? No, I did not. He uh, essentially said, I've got, like, essentially, I don't know what to say, like, regarding the team about the performance on the weekend. What does he mean? He wasn't happy with McLaren, to say the least. So, well, mate, very like, disappointing weekend it's, for I don't for think Lando. it's... It's not... Um, it's not a fucking a secret that McLaren see Lando as the next big thing of yeah. McLaren. Yeah. And we've seen many times, or like even just this year, that if there's a chance, pretty much if there's a chance for Lando mm. to keep the lead, they 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 let it. Yep. Like they won't, they won't make him overtake Danny, mm. but they will, you know, make sure that you know. Ricardo would be like, oh, I'm feeling good here. Like, got a good chance. No, no, just stay behind. Pretty much that race two races ago. Two yeah, races that ago. was it. Yeah. The one where they made yeah. Lando stay behind. Yeah, uh, Danny, like one, literally one time. Yeah. So a bit of a, a uh, bit of a little suki la la going yeah. on over here. That's why I pick up that dummy a Lando. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. All right, but let's move on to the NBA. So before we get into the hectic, Warriors! Is the 
just a couple of trades. Oh, know? we got trades first before because we say well done to the Warriors, mate. Because, oh, okay, well done, Warriors. Warriors. We're, we're getting there, we're getting there. Come out to play. Um, Great movie. Because what do I like, Hayden? You love contracts. Contracts, contracts and... The draft. Trades. Trades, okay, okay. <laughs> well, draft was pretty close, incorporates Actually, trades. the draft is this week and we've yeah. got nothing on it, but... Honestly, it's a top three. Everyone just saying that Chet Holmgren is going to be a Smith and, and Benjero. That's top three. Yeah, and Holmgren's going to get a flop. So. Uh little bit of a not. I wouldn't say you know too much about it, but Denver trade uh, Jamichael Green and a future like twenty twenty seven first for the thirtieth pick. Now, obviously, for, to OKC, sorry, not much about that. But however. Maybe they're freeing up a bit of space. Maybe they want a draft night trade that involves another pick. Mm. Never know. That could just be something. And then Christian Wood to the Mavs yep. for a packet. See, well, not even a packet of chips. You see that used pint glass? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's used? Yep. That's what we're giving them, a used pint glass. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not a cool one either. I'm with you. That My was... one concern deal. Go on. I'm going to I'm gonna be critical of this trade. Go I on. completely agree that you guys picked up Christian Wood for Sorry, packet of chips. real quick, real quick. The trade was Boban, yep. Sterling Brown. Who was fantastic in Hustle, by the way. He was. Boban, Sterling Brown, Marquise Chris, Trey Burke, and pick 26th for Christian Wood. So essentially a man who... So Christian Wood played roughly around 30 minutes a year, yep. a, a game last year. Yep. For all those three players, did not play one minute in the playoffs. Uh, not one minute of meaningful, meaningful basketball. So... Maybe in a couple of games where we got blowed out, they might have played at the end. Yeah. But they they did not. Those four players combined did not see one single minute of meaningful playoff basketball. Still. Oh, right. absolutely. But it my is. one thing yep. is, he's an upgrade. You could argue on Dwight Powell. Dwight Powell. Yep. Arguably Maxi Kleber. Yep. Not defensively, but <laughs> yep. Upgrade. Defensively Everywhere is probably else. same same. Yeah, yeah. Yep. We'll go that. But don't you guys arguably need a shot blocker? We don't you need don't you need a Miles Turner? Don't you need a um, Rudy Gobert? Okay, so good and I completely agree. So uh, Christian Wood, everything offensively, he's put like now I know how it turned out. He's pretty much KP mm. for thirty for twenty million less. Yep. If KP was earning fourteen million dollars a year, we Still. wouldn't have heard one fucking thing about him. Yep. But because of his contract, Christian Wood is KP on fourteen million. Yep. He and even you might even say probably not that good as a, as a defensive player or shot. Yeah, blocker, sorry, yeah, I was getting yeah. that. Um, like might even be better as a shooter. Yeah. Um, potentially, but yeah, his defense not as good of a shot blocker as KP. But like you were saying, I still hundred percent agree with you. But I think if we're committing to Christian Wood here to be our center, mm. I think that is where we make it a. Sort of like we make it a mission to go, okay, so that's our center. So honestly, I love Miles Turner, but would you really bring him in now that you've got Wood? Probably no, not. you wouldn't. So go get someone cheap that is known to be a, a shot blocker. While, maybe like a Nerlens Noel. Like a Nerlens Noel, or maybe you could go, oh, what were some other names? Like a. Um, Hassan Whiteside. Hassan, probably, probably a bit expensive. Yeah, Hassan Whiteside, or you could, oh, what was the other names? Like a Zubak, just yep. really big boys that like to body up. Yep. Okay? And then you can rotate them like that. Yep. But still, like Christian Wood, like genuine steal. Mm, nah, it's a good call. Okay, now we move on. Finally, I got one right. 
Warriors yeah. in six. We all we all said right. it. We Final. all said it. Finally got one. Um, yeah, they were just they were too good in the end. Um, Boston started game six on that twelve to two run, but the Warriors came, and at the end of the day, a few Boston Celtics came up short. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know Curry came up big, yep. and he finally got his Finals MVP. Yep. Um, and look, not really much to fault. After that 12-2 run in Game 6. Oh. They were textbook. I think it was all over after Game 5. Yeah. It was, for me, it yeah. was done and dusted. Um, to have Steph Curry not make one three-pointer. Um, and you lose. And you lose. Mm. And the confidence that it brings you that they underperformed but won Game 5 um, against a young, inexperienced, and frankly, unproven Celtic side. But the Celtics were a really good team. I still didn't think they were the best team in the East. Mm, a fully fit, fair, yeah. a fully fit Milwaukee would have beaten them, um, in my opinion. But it was that. <laughs> it was pretty obvious. It was the Celtics as the time as the series went on. Golden State slowly figured them out. Mm. Slowly figured them out. Derek White, Al Horford weren't going to shoot. Grant Williams weren't going to shoot as well as they did in in Game One for the rest of the series. Um, Jason Tatum played the most minutes ever by a 24-year-old in the playoffs. Yeah, I know you've been very critical of Jason Tatum. Um, what do you think of his final series, Dylan? Hmm. I am going to say Jason Tatum is lucky that he's the NBA's golden boy. Sure. Because the finals, like, I, I hate to see this. So many people are comparing it to LeBron's first finals. Mm. LeBron was, what, 20? Around the same age. 20? Oh, sorry, he's younger. No, yep. way younger. Yep. Tatum's like 24 these days. Yep. Not that yep. young anymore. But he was also the number one on a nothing Cavs team. Yep. Um, Tatum had the backup there. Mm. And there was, a, like, I, I agree with you about Milwaukee, but Boston were a top three team in the East. I agree top two. Yeah, second best top team. Two. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, Tatum. Oh, it's hard to not use the term "shot the bed." He sh- he shot thirty five percent from the field. So the thing with Jason, from the field, I agree with you around the Golden Boy stuff. But the thing I'm going to go after Tatum here because I've defended him for most of the series. Mm. Um, I think he's going to be potentially like a superstar. Like he he's going to be in that oh, superstar 100% agree. when he hits twenty eight. You know, fuck. And I've, I've, said, I've said it last week on the pod. Like, I love his game and I love where he is transitioning as a player, but yep. it's not yet. The thing I can't do with him at the moment is everything not related to his game. Mm. I can't do his body language. Yep. I can't do with his lack of confidence. I can't do with his... When I'm ending lack of confidence, if you've got a guy five metres away from you and he's closing out on you and you've got the rock, shoot it. Mm. And he passed it up in game six. Yeah. Um, Huddles apparently wasn't talking to anyone at all. He was just in his own head, just chilling out. And his post-game press conferences that he's had all series going on about, don't know who's bestowed me this superstar label, like, I'm just going to be my own player, which proves to me he's not a number one. Oh, whoa. Proves to whoa. me at this current stage he is not a number one. You hear that? So Ooh, that's spicy. But okay, let's talk about number ones quickly. Number ones in the NBA. Well, let's be honest here. Jalen Brown was the number one this well, year. Well, that's he's clearly on a good NBA championship winning team. He's a three. 
Who's that? Jalen Brown. Okay, yeah. So you look at the n- number ones in the league. Could be a two, but based yeah. on this series. Yep. Yeah. Jokic is a one. Steph's a one. LeBron's a one. Um, KD's a one. Giannis is a one. You could argue Jimmy Butler's a one. All right, but... You're missing some Slovenian... Oh, sorry. (laughs) Sorry, Luka Doncic (laughs) is a one. All right. So, they're the guys that you put on a team and you go, yep, they're the the guy. Okay? Tatum's not on that list for me. Mm. Um, He's not a number one. He's he's in the Anthony Davis category at the moment. He's an awfully gifted player um, who I think has the talent to be a Hall of Fame level player. Um, But right about now... With, if he continues on with this character stuff, which he's a lovely fellow and all that, but <sighs> usually these kind of things don't change. Deal. Okay. You've either got the dog or you don't. Yep. And no dramas, mate, when you're game six or game seven against uh, the Bucks in the semifinals, mate. Mm. Where you're Kobe brand, uh, banned. Yep, no worries. Yep. Yeah, yeah, no That dramas. was a bit of a fucking piss take too. Yep. That was annoying. Yep. How about you do it? In the championship, when your team really fucking needs it, yeah. mate. And look, can we also segue slightly to, mate? Andrew Wiggins played great defense. He really did. But you look at you look at oh, now Tatum's actual shooting splits, right? Yep. Thirty six percent from the field, forty six percent from three. Yep. Sixty five percent from the line. What that just shows me is that a couple switches and you get open on the three pointer, and yep. he was knocking him down. Yep. But every time he was going into the paint or into the mid range. Wiggins was locking him up. Yep. And for someone like Tatum, who I thought was a player that can go oh, can go get his own shot, yeah. he just didn't put it down. And look, I don't hate going back to I don't hate going back to my boy because I love him. But all the talk about Wiggins clamping Luca, Wiggins did a great job on Luca. He did. Wiggins clamped yep. Tatum. And yep. you, and Tatum can't allow that as a yep. superstar apparently yep. of the game. The thing is with Luca, Luca has a post game. Mm. Well, has when I mean post game, we're not talking nineties post game like Hakeem and shit like that. He's got Current footwork day, in the post. He's got that footwork. Can yeah, get there. His defenders jumping and yeah, you know he he draws really, a foul. He or something manipulates like that. space really well. Yeah, where Tatum doesn't even know how to put his back towards the basket at this stage of his career. So I'm just worried if Tatum is the talent to be an Uber number one, but everything else for me from what I saw from the finals suggests anything but that. Yep. So he might end up being like a Kyrie, Kyrie, Anthony Davis. I know we're talking those two guys are head cases or in their own heads and stuff like that, but, mate, same thing with Kyrie when he was at the Cavs. Everyone was, oh, he can take over this team, but he just never really wanted it. Some of the things that he said at post-game press conferences alluded to that. Dave, the same thing, and they heard the same thing from Tatum in the past series. So just my thoughts. People are going to fucking shoot me on. It might be the last pot I ever do, according to our <laughs> listeners. But that's just my thoughts. Agree, disagree, deal? You reckon yeah, I'm on yeah, something I, I, here? Or? No, no I, I'm not too sure about the whole... Not a number one, because, I, like I said, he's amazing, but he definitely showed that he is not ready mm. for the number one just mm. yet. Mm. Um, before we move on to a certain player, mm. can I just quickly say, you're on Twitter. Yep. How about the band, the beef I oh! between the Grizzlies, who didn't even make, who made the semifinals and the Warriors? Now, yep. I love, I'm a big fan. Now that they've won the championship, I'm a huge fan of the, um, the Warriors getting on Twitter and being a bit chirpy. Mate, how's John Morant tweeting? Because obviously the Warriors won and mm. now they suck getting chirpy. We're in your heads. Mm. 
They just won the title, mate. You one are of, tweeting from Memphis. One of the dumbest things I've ever seen. It is. It and like this is why. Like it's the, almost the only thing I don't like about Jahan. You see it quite a bit with these young American athletes, athletes. with um, access to a social media account. They just get sucked into it and they just start. You know, everything's through social media, mate. If I'm a Grizzlies fan, I am burying my head into the couch in shame. Mm. Like. Yep. Jar, you just you got eliminated in the semi-finals. You didn't even make the conference finals in six, okay? With a, you could argue a Warriors team that wasn't even right mm. on the money yet. Mm. They've just won the title, and you're saying we live in your heads. Mm-hmm. We've got real estate in Warriors' head. No, mate. So no. I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm making some big calls here. That's fine. Jar we- Morant, this proves to me in some aspect the lack of emotional maturity. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Plus his game, deal. Mm-hmm. John Morant's never going to win a title. Whoa! He's never. Wow! He's never got another one, boys. <laughs> he's never going to win a title as the number one man. Okay, oh. so we're talking. I'm talking about who's um. Give me a, a champion who's old and sits on the bench and collects a ring at the end of his career. Might go well and do that. All right, good on you, John. <laughs> Shit. But with his game, all right, and how he sort of style ages. Explosiveness. Russell Westbrook. Derek Rose. If you want to go further back, Stephen Marbury. It doesn't usually age well. Yes, your shooting's improving, but to have that sort of game that doesn't usually age well with like that not literally what you just said, like dumb mate. Like bro. Yeah. Stop stop it, mate. Yeah. Alright. So don't like. Big not like, yeah. but I, I've I've thought it for a while. But hey, I've made a vocal now. I've yeah. made the it only the only thing where I sort of the only thing that I disagree on slightly is that I think Memphis are genuinely like their team, as as in the you know from underneath Jar down to the role players is actually quite good. Mm. But I hundred percent agree with the style of his game right now. Yeah, it's young Russ. Yeah, even with the lack of shooting we've seen from him in the first few years. Mm. But hey, we'll wait and see, and we'll talk about this guy. Wardell, Stephen Curry, he is. four-time champ. Yep, finally got his finals MVP. Should be his second. Yep, but finally got his finals MVP. Absolutely incredible. People thought for a second there Wiggins was going to win it. No. Yep. Stephen Curry averaged thirty points per game, and dropped a forty-piece yep. McNugget meal. Yep. And you're going to give it to somebody else. Yeah. So the reason why we bring him up, Cobb. Yep. Okay. So we have said on this pod in the past. We believe... So, Curry has... He actually doesn't benefit from being... So, there are a few people... (laughs) There are a few people that their greatness is appreciated after they retire. Mm -hmm. And as soon as they retire, it's like, bang, they're top 15. Yep. And then there are some players that while their career is still going, you're like, okay, that's a top 10 player. You look at a LeBron, maybe look at Kobe, things like that. I believe that Steph Curry is going to be the, the first type. People aren't appreciating what he does right now. And that's why a lot of people, when they put out their top 20s, might not even have him in the top 20. Yep. The fact of the matter is, before this ring, Steph Curry right now is a top 20 player of all time. Yep. And we've said that on this pod. We mm-hmm. put him maybe as high as like a 15. Mm-hmm. So here is what I'm going to give you, Hayden. Sure. Here is a list of 13 players and their rings Yep. that... You could potentially put in front of Steph Curry before he won the ring. Okay. Before he run the ring. Uh sorry, there might be it. So these are like dead set. Like this yep. is like I've done a bit of research here. 
these names are constantly ahead of Steph Curry all time. Yep, so Steph's now won his fourth yep. and his first final so MVP. So we've got Jordan six, LeBron four, Kareem six, um, Magic five, Bird three, Shaq four, Duncan five, Russell 13, ridiculous. Wilt two, Kobe five, Hakeem two, Robertson two, and even I saw a few top you know 15s with Oscar Robertson who has one. Four rings, finals MVP. How many of these players are you happily... Putting Steph Curry in front of right now. So I'm going to tell you something right here, Dil. Yep. MJ's one. Yep. And I'm, I'm surprised if people think this top five is different now. Yep. Whatever order, you, it's up to you. Yep. But I think it's MJ one, LeBron two, mm-hmm. Magic three, mm-hmm. Kareem four, mm-hmm. and Ke- Steph five. Steph is now five. Steph is fifth. So Steph is... And the thing is, my top five... People might go and say, oh, but Bird was a better player. He was more better defender, which he wasn't anyway. But I find if you're going to put players in top five of anything, it's more than just their game. It's their impact, their legacy, and how they affected the game. Mm. We can go. I can go through MJ, LeBron, Magic, and Kareem on how they changed the game in their own ways away from basketball. Steph, before Steph and the Warriors, it was you can't win championships just by pure shooting. Yep. He has completely changed the NBA. Kids now at five foot ten, my height, now hack up threes and uh, think Harry. they've actually got a chance. Yeah, thank yep. you, Harry. Um, and he's the best shooter of all time. It's not even a question Correct. anymore. Yeah. Um, his defense has actually improved, and the thing I love about him is his leadership style too. Any big dog number ones like we spoke about before wouldn't allow Kevin Durant or someone to come onto their team and assume the mantle as mm. the top dog. Cost him a couple of finals MVPs. Agreed, but isn't that the sign of modern-day leadership in a way? Absolutely. You bring in someone who's more talented, more gifted than yourself for the betterment of the team and the organisation. And it's honestly, it's... Oh, just a little cut in here. Yeah. It's what we, like, we need in the NBA right now. Yeah. You look at some of these teams, the amount of players that if they just took either a slight back seat or changed a little bit up about what they're doing, they could add this player or they could, you know, become a juggernaut yep. and they just yep. refuse to. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, he, Curry allowed it. He's the perfect player, person, you yep. want to start your franchise with. Yeah. Nonchalant, he'll do his work. Like the stories of him, he would play a game and then go straight after the game into the gym and work out again to keep himself in physical shape. Like, sure, that's usual for an NBA star, but to have someone like that leading your work ethic and he's only a normal man's height mm. um, is incredibly, incredibly powerful. So yeah. so these are the list of players that we've chucked him in front of. And I think there are only two here. Yeah, they can that, argue. Or that ha- I'm going to argue. Um, and I've oh, we've done our top five NBA all-time players before. I've yeah. openly said in my NBA history, you know, not, not the sure. top notch. So my top five back then might have been a little bit skewed. Yeah. But right now, above Steph, we've got Bird, Shaq, Duncan, Russell, Wilt, Kobe, Hakeem, and then uh, Dave Robertson, Oscar Robertson. I think the only two there that I would question, I think I'm questioning Shaq. Yep, great. Just because, if we're being honest, the way you described Shaq... Shaq was the strongest, most dominant player. The way we described Steph just then... Apart from maybe the leadership, is how we can honestly describe Shaq. Just yeah. because he changed the way yep. they brought in rules for Shaq. Yeah, for sure. Like, exactly right. So yeah. yep. Agreed. Then, He's six for me anyway. Yeah. So And then the other one who seems to get a little bit of disrespect on these lists, 
is Kobe Bean Bryant. Yep. He's got five rings. Yep. MVPs galore. Finals yep. MVPs galore. Yep. You know, brought in that mentality of if you don't give 150%, yep. what are you even doing here? So they're the only two that I thought. And I'm glad you said it as well because it came a topic of conversation. I just don't think you can put him above Magic Johnson. Yep. So number one, let's just look. So what we love to do in the NBA, he's got one less ring, but we talk about players that have changed the game. Mm. You look at Magic Johnson, the first ever 6'10 point guard, mm. who then, when Kareem went down, played center. Yep. Like Magic Johnson is just, yes, he never scored 45 points per game on 11 of 12 shooting from three. But he was a revolution. He to changed the, game. the NBA. Of course he did. Yep. So that's I, I don't think we can go there. Um, hey, this time next year, if the Warriors do it again, yeah. we could go there. Oh, I find it so hard to put him ahead of Kareem. Like in Kareem's four. Yep. Um, Kareem six rings, leading point scorer of all time, most dominant center um, of all time. I think he won like fucking nine. I think he went to nineteen All Star games or something. So like, I find it awfully hard to put it ahead of him. Mm. But like you said, Shaq, same thing. Five and six between him and Steph. Happy to flip a coin. Um, but I think, and shit, he's going to age pretty well, Steph. You would yeah. think, wouldn't you? Like, he's probably got another four years left, you could argue. Probably three is a number one. But um, oh, congratulations to him. It's good to see Clay get a little bit better as the series went on. Wiggins, little redemption story there. Um, now, guys like Gary Payton, and well, I just love the organisation as a whole for what they've done. It's fantastic. And... They're going to be better next year when Wiseman comes back. Kaminga have a bigger role. Moody gets a bigger role. It's going to be worth it. Maybe we're seeing another 2.0 dynasty here with the with the Warriors. Um, real quick. Yep. Last thing. Sure. One word answer. Yeah. Because this could be a conversation we have when Big oh, Nuts comes back. Yeah. You're Big Nuts though. Sorry, I'm Big Nuts when yeah. um COVID Nuts comes back. Yeah. One word answer. Should players that do not play in the playoffs get a ring? Players that do not play in the playoffs get a ring. Should they get one? Yes. 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 Another day for another discussion. Don't! No more. No. One. Can no. I have another sport? Oh, AFL. Yep. Every single player on an AFL list should get a medallion. That is why we save that for another time, because that is a controversial statement. Let's get into the AFL then, eh? Let's start with our man. Yeah. Our bad boy. Oh, Jordan Degoways went to Bali in the break, got snapped, got video doing a rude gesture. Yep. Um, and it's just caught absolute fire. Like, it's. Now. So it's something Kobe would do. Yep. Yep. He would go. We have a pod, and we have a pod tonight. If Kobe. Don't be late. Yeah. And then he goes and be yep. late. But the thing is, is that we've seen the great man on a Saturday night. Yeah. K Crisp. Yep. And dare say we've seen him in equal, if not worse, fashion than old to go ways over in Bali. Mm. So, yeah, not good for Geordie, yeah, to look, say the least. Okay, so I'm going to say it here. Fire away, Dylan. Not going to say anything. Lil Bake? No, no, no. no it's okay. nothing controversial, to be honest. I don't think it is anyway. Jordan to what he actually did in Bali, on a technicality, yep. he has done nothing wrong. Was he charged? Nope. Yep. Was he arrested? Nope. Was Did Collingwood okay it? Yep. Was the individual associated with Jordan on that night have or speak out to the dismay that was occurring? No. No. So he, he supported it, if anything. Yes, correct. So has he done anything wrong by technicality? No. Jordan, you play five good games a year. <laughs> Sorry, maybe not five a year. You play five at a time and then go missing for six. Yeah. He just... he Honestly, and I know 
it shouldn't be this way, but it is. And we've seen it for years with your Dusties and your Swannies. What a surprise where you don't have the runs on the board, mate. Mm. You don't have the runs on the board to go to Bali. Mm. In a buy. Who goes to Bali in a buy? Yep. You know, Swanee went to bloody Vegas, but he came back and averaged 45 touches after. And we knew yep. it. We knew Bali was, he was going, we knew Swanee was going for a bender and coming back and averaging 45. Mm. It's just like, it's just, mate, like, not only just that, but it's also just like a bit of read the room as yep. well. Like Collingwood are flying. Not many people thought they'd be here. He's been in trouble before. He's only just gotten out of trouble. Like, mate, read Contract the, year. Contract year. Speaking of contract year, the rumours are Collingwood have withdrawn their $3.2 million offer. Ain't a rumour. I think it's true. So there we go. And it's just like, mate, like, come on. It's smart from Collingwood pulling the contract negotiation from him. Mm-hmm. Um, now, with this whole situation happening, um, there are not going to be as many suitors. Yeah. Uh, some people are conspiracy some clubs would, theory. Yep, some clubs would pull out. And some then, people are conspiracy theory and saying it's... They did it deliberately. Oh, of course they did. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, but, exactly. Because, um, yeah, Jordan's thinking about that at that time when he... Yeah, yeah no worries. Um, but, yeah, they'll, they'll put a contract in front of him later in the year, but it won't be anywhere near the $3.2 million. But there'll be clubs scared by this whole situation and Jordan's character and, um, and that's frankly, the thing, he's what come he's out, like. He came out and doubled down as well. Yeah. And he almost yep. started like... He, he went fully like, like if people get, get keep getting treated like this by the media, something bad's going to happen. But it's like, mate... And here's a question for you, though. Sure. If Collingwood okayed it, yep. Why have they withdrawn their three point two? So it's I think it's a bit of a safe facing for Collingwood. You had to do something, yep, um, because of the backlash. Uh, I don't think they would suspend him or anything like that. But wasn't it training today? Yep. Um, but it would almost be that this is what essentially Jordan Dugowie at the moment doesn't have a career next year. Mm. Like that's what the contract pool means. Um. So they did something. I don't think they sanctioned him in any way, shape, or form. People were sitting there going, why has Jordan gone to Bali for? What an idiot, rah, rah, rah. Jordan would have gone to Collingwood, like every AFL player does during the bye, and give the club their plans as to what they're going to do during the bye. I'm going here, I'm going there. Is that okay? Clarkson years, um, players asked to go international. Clarkson said no. Some others he would let go. So club gave him... The deci- I gave benefit of the doubt, and like McRae, Craig McRae, the coach of Collingwood, has said all along, clean slate for Jordan, and this was as clean slate as possible. Just going, Jordan, you can go to Bali. We've got complete trust and faith in you. Like, no dramas. And the conversation, it'll be, I'll be interested to see what their conversation with Jordan is, um, but the pressure on Collingwood to do like, act on in some way, shape, or form, they've done that by pulling the contract negotiation mm. out from him. So... Yeah. Yeah, it's um, the incident in itself. You, people have their own opinions, but when you've had the indiscretions that Jordan's had over the course of his career, incidents like this might not seem massive on certain magnitudes, but accumulation over time, mate, it's cherry on top of the cake. Mm. So for a player, you need to be a bit smarter than that, I think, Jordan, and understand that you're a public figure and probably going out to a public space isn't what you need for your career. Certainly not now and certainly in the future. Yep. So, yeah, interesting call. I'll be very interested if anyone, if the club do anything further than their contract negotiation, Paul, though. Yep. Mm. Good call. Intriguing. Okay. Uh, last time we recorded, mm. it was Sunday. It was a Sunday. Yep. And we had Queen's birthday. birthday. Yep. We said... Pies played well that day we on said, Monday. We oh. said, are the D's in trouble? Now, we're not winding all the way back. We're going to come forward mm. now. 
We said other D's in trouble if they lose this. We said quite potentially. What'd they do, Hayden? They went out and lost. Mm. My question to you right now, Max Gorn is down. Yep. He's currently down. Melbourne are equal first. Yep. So they're on 40 points with Brisbane, Melbourne, Freo. Geelong and Carlton are fourth and fifth with 36. And then um, Richmond, Sydney, St. Kilda, Collingwood from six to nine are on 32 points. Are the D's a risk of missing the top four? Um, is there always the risk? Is that what we're oh, I think there's always a risk. Sort of a cheat answer, but there's, there's always a risk. Um, like you look at Carlton at the moment. I, I personally think Carlton's got the list to be a top four side, but they've got injuries coming out left, right, and centre, which mm. means they're not putting their Going best out there. Hoo-ha. Yeah, can't put their best players on the park. Same thing that Melbourne's going through at the moment, especially when it comes to key cogs too. Um, like to lose, to have Petraka not being 100% fit. Oh, and he's, yeah, he's yeah, been playing well. To, be, to have Gorn now out, to have Stephen May out, Christian Salem early in the season, Langdon missing a couple of games here and there. So it's been a bit disruptive for him. So people completely jumping off the bandwagon, um, I think it's too early. They've got enough time now to assess and figure out how to get back. I think if this was happening around 17, 18, different story. Mm, that's um, true. And we think about last year too, around that same time that it just brought up. They played up, Brisbane this week. They got Brisbane this week. But last <laughs> year, it was around the same time that Melbourne lost a couple of games in, the row, in a row after being the most dominant team all year. Yeah. And they came good for finals. Mm. So history suggests that Melbourne will be okay and they're getting a couple of key players back. So, um, But it's amazing, Dylan, isn't it? If your best players don't play well, hmm. Struggle. So, they'll be okay. Um, I think they beat... Bri- they, I honestly believe they beat Brisbane um, at the MCG on Thursday night? Tomorrow night? Thursday night. Thursday night, sorry. Tomorrow yeah, today, today, mate, tomorrow's Monday. only Tuesday, oh, mate. Fucking hell, early in tomorrow's the only Tuesday. Don't do that. Um, Melbourne win on Thursday. Um, get back on the horse. What a ripper fucking game, though. Rip around, mate. We've got games left, right and centre this round. Um, for people wondering what's occurring this weekend, let me just... Oh, let me read you out the little round, little Look, segue here. Melbourne, Brisbane? Yeah, like Melbourne, Brisbane at the G Thursday night. Friday, we've got Dogs versus Hawks. You're trying to tell me that won't be a ripper. That'll be a fucking With pearl. the roof closed. Yep. We then got a bottom of the table clash, which I'm actually really excited for. West Coast <laughs> versus Essendon. Like, can Essendon play back-to-back, get on a plane, yeah. and, like, you know, oof. If only Carlton were a bit fitter, it's still yep. going to be a ripper game. Mate, still Carlton question. Yep. Um, Geelong, Richmond, 4th versus 6th. Richmond are currently favourites. Yep, unbelievable. And then 7th versus 8th, Sydney versus St Kilda. Uh, then you got North and Adelaide. I don't think anyone's going to watch that one. How about 17th versus 15th and 16th versus 18th? Yeah, I know. Um, and then Collingwood versus GWS, and that's massive for GWS. Um like playing some good footy. And then like can the arguably the form team of the competition, Gold Coast. Yeah, against Port. Port. So it's a fantastic round of footy ahead. Yeah. Um, and we'll get some true, I guess, indications as to where teams sort of sit heading into the tail end of the year after yep. this weekend. Mm. Do oh. you think... I know you're no, going to you segue. Go, you go, yeah, do you think Melbourne are in trouble and missing the top four? Or do you think there's four teams ahead of them and therefore they finish outside? No, nah, so I still think they're a top... Four team, top three team in the comp. Yep. But just like it's one of those things where it's like they lost three in a row. It's like I'm not gonna for them to miss the top four. Mm. They almost would have to Fall lose. Off the perch. Yeah. They, like they would genuinely have to lose. So what do we got left? What's what's now? Cobb, what's this week? Round fifteen. We've played yep. fourteen games. Yep. 
and we play 22 games. Yep. They would literally have to go like three and five. Yeah. I believe. Or they four would. and four. Yep. And I just can't see Melbourne. So if you add the last three games, that would mean they'd be going four and seven in their last 11. And I just yep. can't see that happening. But they got Adelaide. So Brisbane this week, Adelaide next week. Win. Easy win that. Win. They got Geelong down in Geelong. Oh, Port Adelaide up in Cairns or um, Darwin. Uh, and then they've got the Bulldogs. After that, Mate, so they've got a, a tough run. They've got a tough little they do run. Have to play. Oh, yes, they are at risk of missing top four. It'll be interesting to see how it goes. Absolutely. Okay, Hayden, I just wanted to. It seems like at the moment in our game, so we've always had it, but there are just so many players racking the footy up at the yep. moment. Yeah. And a lot of, a few players just get called ball winners. They don't yep. have a lot of impact on the, on the, on the contest, even mm. though they win so much footy. And I don't know, I'm sort of. Look, call it what you want, but I'm sort of in the boat where I cannot see how some people can win so much footy and still not impact a game. Sure. So, you know, like like uh, there are a lot of Tom Mitchell haters out there. Mm-hmm. I'm more on the side of someone's got to get that in an underball. Sure. Okay, so that's yep. where I more come. I just, look, I honestly believe there are very few games where someone can have 40 and not impact a game. Yep. Okay, so that's just me. But... What I want to, what I'm segueing is, I want to know who are the best mids in the comp right now. Sure. Okay. Because our main man, love, love of the podcast, friend of the podcast, Paddy Cripps. Yep. He's sort of fallen off a bit, and yep. he was probably leading the Brownlow for eight rounds. Yep. But is there potential for somebody else to come in and take the mantle off yep. him? So I've done some homework, deal. I love homework. All right. So I don't give much out in my classes though. <laughs> so I have gone through each AFL team. Yep. And I have gone. And listed what I think are the top midfielders in the game as it currently stands. So have you picked two per team, did you? All right. Roughly, I've gone through each team mm-hmm. and gone there, I guess, best mid, who could therefore be in that, you know, that sexy term deal, elite. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you might have, for example, so I'll go Brisbane for now. All right. I've got Lockie Neal in there. No other midfielder from Brisbane fits in. That's fair enough. All right. I've so no humor cluggage. Really good player. Jared Lyons, really good player. But are they in the elite category ahead of Lockie Neal? Nope. Or in the same category as? Nope. Wouldn't say so. No. All right, so I've got a top 34. What? <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go through, Dill. And if there's anyone here that I meant, I'm going to go from top of the ladder to bottom. And are you classing these players as elite? I think they're in the conversation. For elite. All right. And obviously there's different categories within the elite. All right, so you've got elite, and then on top of elite, you've got like superstars. Yeah. All right, so yeah, another different category yeah, on top yeah, of that. Yeah. But I'm just. What categories do you like? Oh, I like both. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to quickly go through, and then we might break it down a bit further. But yep. um, tell me if there's anyone that I miss. Melbourne, I've got Oliver and Petraka. Yep. No one else. Nope. Brisbane, Lockie Neal. Mm-hmm. Frio, I've got Brayshaw. And I've got Fife in there. See, that's one that's where I'm segueing here. A lot of people are saying that Brayshaw's putting up a lot of sort of like worker ant stats in terms Andy of... Andy Brayshaw. A lot, lot of short lead up marks, a lot of stats, not a lot of impact. And every player is different, mm-hmm. but Andy Brayshaw is an elite midfielder in the AFL. Yeah. That cannot be questioned. I'm not saying you're wrong just either, saying. just for the listeners. All right. So next cat, next team. Yeah. All right. Geelong. Cam Guthrie. And Dangerfield. Yeah, I was going to say, if you put Fife in, you've got to put Dangerfield Yep, in. for sure. So Dangerfield, the thing with Dangerfield, he's like a bit of a mid-forward. All These right. Days. And Guthrie as well. If I'm being brutally honest, he's on that cusp between very good player and bottom of the elite. Mm. He's like 
he's a he's what you call someone who racks the footy but doesn't do a great deal with it. Mm. But got to give a little bit of respect. He's the number one midfielder outside of Dangerfield within Geelong and has been for the last couple of years. Blues, Patrick Cripps. Yep. Sam Walsh. Samuel Walsh. Don't think any, anyone else could fit into that mould. Nah. nah. Stewart plays his role, but... Yep. He's not in that elite category. No, he's not, no. Richmond, Dustin Martin. When he wants to play football. All right. And I'm actually going to put in there, this is probably underrated. Oh, don't Your mate, the human meatball. Oh, really? Yeah, Dion no Prestia. So, Dion Prestia is one of the most impactful midfielders for Richmond, but he's in that same category as Guthrie. I'm putting Guthrie ahead of him. My thing with Prestia is that he's just not on the park enough, yep. so that hurts him. Swans, I've got Callum Mills, Luke Parker. Mm, yeah, Luke Parker, probably not as... Like, I can't put Luke Parker up in some of the names we've just mentioned. He's I, below. I, I tend to disagree. I mm. think he's he is an elite midfielder in the competition and has been for a few years now. St. Kilda, I've got Jack Steele. Yes, sir. He's probably the only one. And yeah. then you can have another category below with Brad Crouch. You know? Yeah, but, but Brad Crouch. No Brad Crouch. Uh, Collingwood, different group with new style, but Pendlebury. I don't know if he's in that elite category at the moment. Just mate, literally just because of age. Yep. Just um, that's the reason. He's, he's getting on. Can't you can have... argue... Taylor Adams, and you can also argue Jack Crisp. Yes. All right. Bulldogs. Jack Crisp is the one, yeah. Bulldogs. Mm. Marcus Bontempelli. Yep. Jack McRae. McRae is one of the main ones I'm talking about in terms of people just thinks he puts up yep, the empty stuff. for sure. Uh, then you can go into the conversation around Bailey Smith and Josh Dunkley. Josh Dunkley's been paying a fair bit forward to, as to Bontempelli. Yep. All right. So it's interesting. It's Bont, Dangerfield, and Martin. You can argue aren't elite midfielders in the competition. Mm. You can argue that. They play that split role between mid-forward, which makes them a completely different position. Yeah, Centre-forward, you can argue. They can be picked at half-forward flank in the All-Australian. Hey, they're not your, I guess, your guys who racket like McRae. Mm. They're more impactful with the footy. So, and for the argument, they're in the elite. Uh, Suns, Tookmiller. Yep. A little bit of, he's emerging, but a little bit of uh, Noah Anderson, but he's probably not there yet. Port, Ollie Wines, Travis Boke, yeah, GWS, jo- uh, Josh Kelly, Tim Taranto, and Canelio. Now, Canelio. Thank so Canelio's you. Mark McVeigh. Yep, he's Thank in there. Um, Hawks, Tom Mitchell, Crows. I've got Laird and Ben Keys. Yeah, Keys is probably that rough one. Um, Essendon, I've got Zach Merritt and Parrish. Uh, and then North Melbourne, I don't have one. That's fair. And enough. West Coast, I don't have one. Yeah, no. And reason for West Coast, I would. If fully fit over a long period of time, Tim Kelly and Elliot Yo would probably be in that conversation, but they're not fit enough. They've so, been fit for a few years. For sure. So within all that, so it was interesting doing this homework with the top 34, and let's be honest, like it's really more of a top 25 if mm. we get into the nuts and bolts. But what was glaring to me, Dill, is the lack of what I would call star, out-and-out superstar midfielders in the competition. Okay. All right. This is a smaller list. Okay. So you've broken it down. I broke further. it down a little bit further. I like that. All right. Players that, and I'll put them in the category as, when you head into a grand final, you have to do something about this player. Yep. Because if you don't, they're going to win the grand final off their own boot, i.e. Petraka last year, i.e. Dustin Martin in previous grand finals. Mm. All right. These players are. Can we, can we sorry, before Ooh, please. you go in, go. can you please remove mid-forwards if you have mid-forwards in this list? You want I me to want, get rid of mid-forwards? I want out-and-out mids, mate. Give me the oh, mids, the grit right. and grind, the Memphis Grizzlies. Okay, so, mids. so this is an interesting one. The only one that's probably in that list is Dustin Martin. Mm. He plays that centre-forward role. Take him out. Christian Petraka is in that list because he doesn't play centre-forward. He plays sole mid mm. and pushes forward. I agree. So a different story. Agree. So this is my little list. Yep. All right. 
out and out superstars of the comp that you need to do something about on grand final day. Small yeah. list. How many you got? Uh, give me a sec. Four. Only four only out of four. all those names. Yep, four out of all of them. Go. All right. Out of all those names that I just said, there's only four. Could you guess them? Oh shit. Can I guess them? Yeah, you guess they, them. They have to do something. On you have Grand to do Final four. Day. Here we go. So this is our version of the quiz. So my four players, all right, that I've got picked. Let me just finally get one, two, three. Yeah, now keeping my no Dustin Martin. Gee whiz. That you have to do something about them heading into Grand Final Day or they'll win the game oh, by themselves. Christian Petrarca. Yep, one. Christian Petrarca. Uh, Patrick Cripps. Two. Lockie Neal. No. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have too many more guesses. I'll just have. I'll have a couple more guesses. I think this guy should be on the list. He might not be. Clayton Oliver. Yes. Yeah. He's on the list. And he gets far too much disrespect. This yep. is almost why I did this segment. Yeah. And one more. One more. Oh, one more. Gee whiz. Um. 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 Can you? This is my last guess. I'm actually going to be really mean here, but Lockie Neal's in that list. It should He really should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I've got Oliver in there, Neal should be in there. Both. All right, last person that um, I'm going to quickly guess. You'll kick yourself. I'll kick myself? Yeah. Five players on this list. Oh, Sam Walsh? Nope. Nope. All right, what do you got? Who was it? Bontempelli. Oh, okay, yep. Yeah. I All thought right. we were taking out mid-forwards, though. Okay, fair yeah, point. Fair yeah, point. Yeah, but on, so there for me, and let's include Dustin Martin in this, all right? So... There are, in my mind, only six in elite. The competition. I'm talking superstar midfielders in the competition. Oliver, Petraka, Lockie Neal, Patrick Cripps, Dustin Martin, and Marcus Bontempelli. Yep. Sure, you can have conversations around Jack Steele, Callum Mills, you know, Andy Brayshaw. No dramas. They're elite midfielders. But I don't think they're at that impactful level mm-hmm. as two of those guys ahead of them yep. when it comes to preparing for... Like, we need Brayshaw to be kicking two goals a game. Yeah. I.e., same with Mills. Um, Dangerfield used to be in this category. Yeah. Um, who else? There's someone else in there. Josh Kelly has the potential to be in yeah, there, but when sure. am I ever going to fucking see it? Yeah. All right. Couldn't get a touch on the weekend. Yeah. And so, too, is um, Jackson Nelson. He's got that potential as well to be in there. But no, I, I 100% <laughs> agree with those players. And like I said, this sort of came about after the reason why I wanted to just talk because the Queen's birthday when Oliver had the 40. And he got so much, so much mm. hate. And it's like, it's like, well, people who go off like the eye test, mm. they fight with people who go off stats. And people who go off stats fight with people with the eye test. You look at Clayton Oliver's eye test, mate, he's a bull. Yeah, absolutely. He's an absolute bull. You absolutely. go off his stats, you know AFL app. Yeah. Blue is elite. Yeah. If, yep. if the category is blue, it's elite. <laughs> yeah. Mate, Clayton Oliver, it's hard to find a stat. That is not and then elite. people will say this is the reason why they don't like him. The only one that was below average was his actual kicking efficiency, yep. which is still important. Yep. Mate, everything else, contested possessions, tackles, 100%. effective kicks even, yep. all of these things, elite. Yep. But people just don't like him for some reason. Yep, 100%. So, yeah. And the fact that, and this is why I haven't jumped off Melbourne yet, the fact that they've got two blokes in the same team that could win a grand final for you off their own play makes them... A dominant team within yep. the current game, and you have to like. How many times have we watched a Melbourne game? They tag Petraka, Oliver gets off the chain. Tra- tag Oliver, Petraka gets off the chain. It's a one-two punch. That and you know what I also love, Hayden. Go, AFL clubs. Mm. Honestly, yeah. From what I've seen, 
tag Oliver Moore. Yeah, so they you're do. Try, you're trying to say all these teams... So you, am I meant to agree with Joe Blog that all of yeah. his shit when all the teams are tagging him? Hey, let's just... Quick little one, and I'm going to sort of stroke your ego a bit here, Dil. <laughs> stroke my what? <laughs> stroke your ego. Probably not your ego, but something that you're very passionate about and that we've spoken about the pod already. About footy? Yep. Okay. Clean skate. Uh, clean, uh, what is it called? Clean skate. Clean yeah, skate. Skate? Slate. Slate. Clean slate. Clean slate. If Oliver and Petraka were out of contract, yeah, who gets more? Christian Petraka. Yeah, why? Because he and one of the knocks on Clay Oliver, you can play him forward and he'll kick your goal. He'll, he can kick five. It's an interesting forward. one. I, I agree with you as well. But it's I just no, hundred percent. Like I hundred percent agree. And like this isn't me coming on here saying that Oliver is the best player in the comp because I don't even think he's the best mid. And that's an argue argument mm. people have. He's not even the best mid in Melbourne. Okay, but <laughs> but you know Ben Cousins and Chris Judd played together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Daniel and Kerr. So that mm. means one of those players, Ben Cousins or Chris Judd in their prime, in their prime, yeah. wasn't even the best midfielder in their team. Petraka, Bont, who gets more? Uh from what we've seen recent years, Petraka. <laughs> recent years, oh, that is a hard one. Yeah, that might be a little poll for the. Uh, yeah. Get Kobe's in the vid, yeah, he so is. he can actually make some graphics up and who should get yeah, more. Yeah, so there was a while there where one of Ben Cousins and Chris Judd wasn't even the best mid in their team. Yep. So people saying, Oliver's not even the best mid in Melbourne, can shove, shove it. Give me a little uh, Chad Fletcher on the wing, thanks, boys. That's it. Alrighty, we have somehow, with two people's voice questions, gone over an hour of the best, most intense content you'll ever hear. Thanks for coming, Cobb. Uh, sort of late notice. No, no, any time, mate. I was just glad that we could just go full nuffbag. We like, went enough bag, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, like we didn't have to speak about fucking Marvel. We didn't have to speak. Oi, about... oi, relax. <laughs> I love Marvel. We didn't have to speak about weird shit that Kobe just wants to. Um, and it was good. Hey, I'll, I'll lie. I won't lie. We still had Kobe here. We did. We, we did. did. So it was good to he hear. He was from. on. He was on the Facetime. That's right. But um, oh, now we get into some real. Well, we've got the draft in a week in the NBA. Big round of AFL football. Jeez, is it coming home? Coming home west. Fremantle. Purple. I thought you meant the Eagles. <laughs> oh, maybe. Number one draft pick, maybe. See you, Cobb. See ya.